and welcome to Define You Boot Camp. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Happy Monday. Let's get it started. Okay, I am Valencia Griffin-Wallace, one of your hosts and the moderator for this powerful, powerful, exciting teleconference. After making some significant changes in my life from depression to bad relationships, and uh, and an extra 80 pounds, I decided to take control and start living instead of surviving. And that means enjoying life instead of going from day to day and letting life control me, okay? Um, My my purpose in life now, uh, because I think you discover your purpose along the way. Now my purpose is to inspire, motivate, and help people transform their lives from chaos to accomplishment, from surviving to living to really getting into the whole purpose of what life and living is, basically taking that if out of life. Um, But you'll hear more from me a little later. So if you guys are ready, if you could hashtag, if you're on Facebook, hashtag I'm ready to get it started or I'm ready on the Define You Boot Camp teleconference page, and we'll go ahead and get it started. Is everybody ready? Woo! (laughs) Yay! Yay! (laughs) All right. So, um... 2016 is a leap year, guys. I don't know if everybody's aware of that, but every four years a leap year happens. So what that tells me is that every four years it's almost like a rebirth, a jumpstart, a leap. It's called a leap year. So a lot of us have had a lot of chaos in 2015, but guess what? 2016 is your year to leap. You're going to leave right. to find you. Yeah. We're going to get it going. You know, um, I just realized you texted me. Hold on. I'm going to put myself on mute. Sorry. <laughs> okay, no problem. <laughs> if everybody can please put themselves on mute, thank you. Okay, so like I said, 2016 is a, is a leap year, so I'm, I'm excited. Like I know that right now we're all getting into that breakthrough in our life, everybody's been waiting on, on that breakthrough, that leap, that something that you know is so outside of you, you know it's your purpose. Mm-hmm. So that's what two, 2016 is about. So today we're going to give you 15 strategies to define your money. Say amen if you could use a little bit more of that. Amen. 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 <laughs> your business. Now, I know we have some entrepreneurs on this call, some people that want to start a business, some, somebody that knows 2016 is your year in these areas. Say amen and let's get it going. Amen. amen. Let's get it going. <laughs> let's get it going. Yes. And your relationship, your relationship, you don't have to be, have your money and your business together and be lonely, okay? Yes. You don't have to have your money and your business together and go home and it's chaos. Come on, okay? So yes. that the relationships, you got to have a good relationship have, have to get it all together. 
So this call is all about defining your 2016. So as you all know, like I said, uh, it's a leap year, so I'm, I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it. I don't know if it's a full yes. moon outside, but I'm, I'm feeling that power of that, that uh, breakthrough for 2016. So yes. if you guys have your pen and paper ready, the Q&A will be at the end. I hope you guys have the one question that's burning in your heart, in your mind, in your soul. That's the question at the end that I want you to ask because someone else could be on this call and scared to ask that question. Mm -hmm. So it's not just about you. It's about your community. It's about somebody else on this call that may need to hear the question that you have to ask. So with that being said, first up, we have the lovely, beautiful, wonderful Miss LaDonna Bracey. Yes, (laughs) ma'am. Hey, LaDonna. Hey. <laughs> hey. Now, let me tell you about LaDama, guys. She is a wife, a mother, and you think that's enough to get her tired? No, ma'am. She's an entrepreneur, an author, and guess what? A financial coach. Yay. Let me hear some yay on the call. Yay. Woo. <laughs> yay. Now, she, LaDonna has been there and done that with the highs and lows of money, mm-hmm. right? So she is the person that's going to help us define our money in 2016. Now, despite her highs and lows, LaDonna was a soldier. She wasn't going to let life beat her. So she decided to reinvent herself. Yes. You understand how yes. that's possible? 2016 is your year for reinvention. Yeah. So LaDonna is that person. And now LaDonna's mission is to teach others how to reinvent themselves. She is here, like I said, to give us the tips that we need to define our money. I know I have my pen and paper ready and we'll be taking notes. So with that, let's welcome LaDonna. Yay! Yay! Hey, everybody. This is LaDonna, and I'm so hyped, if I can just be myself, I'm so hyped to be able to be on this call and be able to share with my business sisters on the line tonight and with all of you. I'm just so excited, and I have some awesome, awesome tips to share with you guys. Can you guys hear me okay? Yes. Yes. Awesome, awesome. Now, if I say something in these tips that resonates with you, you know, feel free to share those on Facebook, um, you know, because somebody may not have uh, been able to make the call, but they want to, you know, follow along with what you're posting. So feel free to, you know, jot those things down. Feel free also to use the hashtag DefineU2016, okay? Is that all right? Yes, ma'am. All right, all right. So let's get into these five, um, I have five money tips for 2016. And as I was preparing for this, um, this is the Define You Boot Camp, right? And so the boot camp was intended to be like you would go to the gym and do a boot camp workout, right? Does that make sense? And so uh, these are tips that are going to whip us into shape, okay? And so defining you means to identify, to put some identity to these things. And so my first tip for getting our money together for 2016 is to define your money dream. Define your money dream. 
okay? What I mean by that is I want you to ask yourself some questions. What would your life look like if money were not a problem? Think about that. What have you been dreaming about but a perceived lack of money has been a barrier? We all have those things that we've envisioned, you know, for our lives, you know, whether it's traveling, whether it's um, financial security for our children, you know, a certain dollar amount in the bank, whatever it is, what would that look like for you? Take some time to define your money dream. And let me also say, as we go through these tips, these things may take a, a little time, too. You know, it may not come to you all in one day or in, or in one sitting. It may take a few days for you to, um, you know, follow these tips and pull everything all together. But the first step is to define your money dream. And once you define what that looks like for you, um, your dream of how your life would be if money were not an issue, what I want you to do, I'm giving you an action step, is to write the vision. I'm a proponent of using vision boards or vision journals. Write the vision. Make it plain upon the table so that you can read it and run with it. Doing this takes it from being a dream to a possibility. So tip number one is to define your money dream, and the action step to that is to write the vision, either by putting it on the vision board or on a journal. Let's move on to tip number two. And I'll give you a warning here. This is one of the hardest things to do. Tip number two is assess your situation. I'll repeat it. Assess your situation. Now, assessing your situation, is, it can be a bit of a challenge. And just like I referenced the workout boot camp, right, when you uh, go to, you know, start some kind of fitness plan, the first thing you have to do is get on the scale and figure out how much you weigh. Is that right? Mm -hmm. Talk back to me, y'all. Yes, ma'am. Okay, there we go. Get on the scale. Tag, <laughs> tag, so, tag, tag. Hold on, uh, LaDonna. Okay, if you guys feeling that pain, you know we run from that scale, right? We don't know, really want to know where we at. Then hashtag get on the scale for me, please, ladies and gentlemen. Just hashtag it in, in the, on the Define You Boot Camp page. Hashtag get on the scale. You never know with the hashtags what, what they may mean. That's so right. I'm telling get you to do this scale. for a reason. Hashtag mm-hmm. get on the scale. I'm scared of doubting mm-hmm. myself, Miss LaDonna. Go ahead. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> Listen, and I'm telling you, I, I, we live this every day, right? Get on the scale. Assess your situation. And what I want you guys to know is assessment is two parts to assessment. Um, the first part is data collection, and the second part is taking inventory. So what that looks like for our money is this. In data collection, we're pulling our credit report, you know, checking our credit score. We're opening up our mail. We're tallying up our bills. We're coming face-to-face with how we look on paper, okay? That is very difficult sometimes to do because we have to face those things, and we have to admit and own up to it, right? But you have to do it. It's a necessary step. And I'm going to tell you why in a minute. The second part to assessing your situation is taking inventory. 
And so in this particular uh, step, this is where you are taking stock of all the resources that are available to you. So what this looks like as far as our money means, how much money do you currently have in your checking or savings account? Do you have access to uh, budget sheets or do you have access to um, what's the Microsoft Excel where you can create a budget form or download a form that you can use? Do you have trustworthy people in your inner circle that are good with money? Do you have notes from a previous money class that you've already taken? You know, take inventory of what you already have around you that you can use to help you be in a better uh, money situation. And so the point to assessing your situation, that data collection and that taking inventory, the point to that is that you have to be able to identify where your starting point is so you can properly measure and celebrate your progress. Amen? Amen. Amen. Are y'all with me? Come on now, y'all with me? All right. Amen. <laughs> okay. I, I think I like, that uh, like it's, it's heavy. It's yes. Mm-hmm. I get that. I get that. And, you know, we deal with this stuff all the time. You know, it's very difficult to come to terms. You know what I mean? That's That's a difficult thing. But it's also a necessary thing if we want to see some real growth in different areas of life, okay? I know it's tight. I, I really do know. <laughs> I really do. So let's go on to point, tip number three. Tip number three is define your money goal. Define your money goal. So once you've assessed your situation, once you, you know, looked at that credit score and that credit report and once you came up to the grand total of it all and you faced the music, so to speak, now we can set some goals. Just like it, it, it would be if you get on a scale and you weigh 200 mm-hmm, pounds, right? <laughs> you know, okay, I need to lose about 10 of these, right? And you can, you're able to know that because you know where you're starting from. And so when you find out where you're starting from, you can set some goals. Your goals have to be, and I know everybody's heard this term, smart. They have to be specific. They have to be measurable. They have to be attainable, relevant, and time-based. So smart goals, and you can definitely Google that um, if you have not heard that and get more information about that. But let me just give you an example of what a smart money goal sounds like. An example would be, I will pay off my $150 Ashley Stewart bill by March 31st, 2016. Okay? So in all of that wording just then, I was specific. I'm able to measure that by the amount of money I stated. It's attainable. Three months, I can do that. Um, it's relevant to where I am right now because I want to be debt-free. We want to be debt-free, and it's time-based, okay? So tip number three, again, is to define your money goal. Tip number four is define your money strategy. Define your money strategy. All strategy is is a plan, and every money strategy should include a budget. Somebody say budget. Budget. How about I say, oh, Lord. (laughs) Amen. (laughs) Amen. And, you know, honestly, and we'll talk a little bit more about it, but 
a budget. That's part of your money strategy if you want to, you know, get on track with your finances. And all it is is this is where you take note of your sources of income and you tell it what to pay. You tell it where to go. You tell it what expenses it's going to take care of. Because if you don't tell it, it's going to tell you. Okay? So the purpose of that budget is to keep you focused, to keep your money focused. Okay? The second part to this money strategy is your money strategy should include an action plan. So we've already set some money goals. Uh, in the previous step, and your action plan should include some money goals and some action steps that will help you uh, keep on track with your progress. And your action plan should also include uses of the resources that you identified earlier when you assessed your situation. So your action plan is where you're pulling it all together with the budget, with the goals, the resources, so you have a real workable plan. Plan. Can you guys hear me okay? Yeah, we can hear you. Okay, great. So you can have a real, you know, actionable plan that you can use and move forward toward your money success. The fifth uh, money step here or the money tip is implement, implement, implement. Just like that. Implement, implement, implement. And all implement means is to carry it out, follow through, do the work. Carry it out, follow through, do the work. Now, while this sounds simple, me saying it right, it sounds, you know, okay, cool. I got a plan. Now let me just do it. But guess what? This is one, besides assessing the situation, this is the second hardest thing to do. This is a challenge. Why? It's hard to lose weight, whether it's physical weight, whether it's mental weight, whether it's financial weight. It it can be a challenge if you don't have um, the proper tools in place. And so you already have, in the previous tip, our, our plan and our, you know, our budget and our action plan. But in addition to that, you need what I call finish line people. Because hold if on, you've ever Lana, seen, hold on. Oh, yes, ma'am. Miss Lodana, hold on, yep. hold on. Okay. So who, who feeling that that finish line people? I'm gonna hashtag that right now. Maybe I'll win something on the call. Let's see. So Girl, if you feeling if you feeling that finish line people, finish line people. I'm hashtagging it. Who with me? Yes. That's all I could say. I'm yes. <laughs> hashtag finish line is, people. <laughs> yes, because, you know, the whole deal of it is it's, it's, it's a marathon, right? It, it takes time. It takes practice, you know, and you may not get it right the first time. You may not get this whole budget thing and this plan thing right the second, third, or fourth time. But, you know, you need some people in your corner that are cheering you on, some trustworthy people. And I know Valencia is going to talk about the whole trustworthiness on the relationship piece. But everybody needs some finish line people, somebody that's cheering you on to your finish line. Budget may not be their struggle, but they love you enough to support you and walk you through the finish line. If you've ever seen a 5K race or something like that, they hire people to stand on the sidelines and cheer the runners on. You need somebody to cheer you on so you can implement, implement, implement. It's not going to do itself. You can have the best plan in the world. 
But if you don't carry it out, it's just on paper, okay? If I can, I do have a bonus tip. I gave y'all five already. But if I can give you this bonus tip, it is to simply reassess your situation. And by that I mean go back and get back on the scale. So Hmm. after a time period, after, you know, 30 days or 60 days or 90 days or however, you know, whatever the time frame is you give yourself, Go get back on the scale and check your progress. See how things are working out. How much weight have you lost? How much financial weight have you lost? Wow, Madonna. (laughs) This is, you know, this is something because, you know, it could either be a wake-up call or it can be a time for celebration and momentum to move forward. It could go either way, right? We know how it is when we get on the scale and the scale ain't moved and we're trying to figure out, oh, Lord, I did eat that cheeseburger the other day. I did. I've been eating fries for two weeks, right? So that mm-hmm. reassessing gives you time to go back and see where you missed it and readjust some things. It's not the time to give up, though. That's, never, that's where those finish line people come into play. Because if the scale does not reflect what you think it should, it could be easy to check out and just say, forget it. But then you have to go back to your money dream and remember what you said you wanted your life to look like. You have to go back to those finish line people so that they can encourage you so you won't give up because you're on a mission. This thing must happen now. We must be debt-free. We have to get this weight off of us so we can move freely, okay? So I will repeat these steps for you, and I'm done. The first tip was to define your money dreams. Define that money dream. Two was assess your situation. It's difficult to do sometimes because we have to face the music with this one, but it's necessary. Tip number three is define your money goal. Tip number four, define your money strategy. Number five, implement, implement, implement. Carry it out, follow through, and I forgot what the other one was, but do the work. Do the work. (laughs) (laughs) And then the bonus tip, reassess your situation. I so hope you guys found that helpful on tonight. I know it has helped me, and it's helping me, okay? But those are your five money tips for 2016. Yay. Wow, Miss LaDonna. Yay. You made my stomach hurt hurt with that get on the scale. Then you telling me I have to get back on the scale because me me and money don't, our relationship have some issues. So, um, Child, I'm over here sweating just saying it. I'm sweating. (laughs) So, so Miss LaDonna. Yes, ma'am. If anybody... I'm sure everybody has enjoyed you. And like I said, questions at the end, Ms. LaDonna will be here for those questions. Mm-hmm. But if they want to know how to work with you, how to get more information, how can they find you? I'm so glad you asked. Listen. What? <laughs> really? This is what you guys can do. I'm so silly, you all. It's hot. That's all these tips made me hot. But this is what we can do. Um, this is what I, my business is Lake Park Consulting, and last year we did what we call the Debt Free Challenge, and that's where we challenge people to pay off one bill before the end of the year. 
And so it was so popular, we brought it back again for this year. And so we're doing it a little different. We're challenging people to pay off one bill within 90 days, either pay off one bill or pay down some debt within the first 90 days of the year. So if you want to, if that's something that resonates with you, that's something that um, you want to be a part of, and it's totally free, you can visit my website at www.lakeparkconsulting.com to sign up for that debt-free challenge. That's www.lakeparkconsulting.com dot com and sign up for the debt free challenge and uh if you sign up for the debt free challenge you're going to get a free gift of a 2016 money action plan like i talked about tonight and it's going to outline these six steps that i gave you on tonight uh in addition to that you'll receive some support and accountability for that throughout the 90-day challenge from some finish line people and so um that's how you can connect with me guys and I've also posted it on the Define You Boot Camp page. So you guys get in touch with LaDonna. I know getting on the scale is hard, but 2016 is a leap year. So let's leap mm-hmm. into those finances, ugly finances, and get it together. <laughs> yeah. Yay. So Yay. Um, are you guys ready to define your business? Woo-hoo. I don't hear anything, so maybe not. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes, yes. Yay. <laughs> okay. Yes. So, so next we have another beautiful, lovely young lady. I've been so um, fortunate this year to connect with some great people. So, this young lady' name is Cara Satina. Let me repeat it again. That is Cara. Sakina, if that's a that's a name. Kara is street smart, savvy. She's a straight talker strategist who thrives off of sharing her experience to change lives. She helps entrepreneurs. I know we got a couple of those on the call Woo-hoo. and organizations master their profit plan with strategy, process, and systems. Her personal assignment in life is to restore, renew, and release people into their destiny. And that's what 2016 is about. Right, ladies and gentlemen? Yes. 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 That's my my thing, (laughs) y'all. All All right. Miss Cara, how you doing? Yes. Hey. Can you guys hear me? Hey, Miss Cara. (laughs) Yes, ma'am. Okay. Well, first of all, I want to just thank you for giving me this opportunity to partner with you and LaDonna. I tell you, it has been an honor and a privilege. And so I wanted to thank you for putting this boot camp together. I needed this. I was sitting there listening to LaDonna on a couple of these saying, ouch, ooh, ouch, you know. So I I thought it was excellent. And, you know, just to, to, to let folks know, oftentimes when we think about defining anything, it can be challenging, 
it means, mm-hmm. and some of the tips that LaDonna had mentioned previously, that you have to begin to uh, make some decisions where, you know, what's in project management we say what's in scope or what's out of scope. You know, what will we accomplish or what won't we accomplish? What applies to me or what doesn't apply to me? And so when I thought about, you know, Define You 2016, I began to think about what was my biggest challenge and what is the biggest challenge of entrepreneurship. And what I get mm-hmm. 99% of the time is people tell me they are stuck. Mm. S T. Hold on, Cara. Okay. So, because we we all know what it feels like to be stuck. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to to cut to uh cut you off, but definitely. So definitely, if you feel stuck, make sure your pen has ink, and let's get to stuck. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yes. You've been on one of my calls before, right? But I only have a short amount of time, so I won't overload it. <laughs> um, so, yeah, as I was saying is that, you know, a lot of, including myself, have been absolutely stuck. And so when they were asking, okay, we want to give five tips or five strategies um, to help people define their business, I thought about five things that really helped me when I was stuck. One of these areas were ailing, and I hope that that will help you today. So Mm. when we look at the S, as she stated, and this is important with anything, especially Mm. as a strategist, S, we're going to say, stands for strategy. Mm -hmm. And so strategy, as we know, is merely a fancy word for a plan, but not really a plan um, as an action plan, but more of your overall arching plan, you know, how will I go about this? I want to accomplish this goal. I want to start this business. You know, what's going to be my approach? What's going to be my strategy of how I do this, all right? And so when we think about strategy as an entrepreneur and why that's important, it's because if you don't have that overarching uh, vision or plan or outline or approach, then you will really be liable to be all over the place. (laughs) And Mm -hmm. often entrepreneurs are very talented and gifted people. I had a call with someone today who reminded me so much of myself, and we don't say that because, oh, we think we're all that. It's just the fact that to be an entrepreneur, you need to be able to do more than one thing. You need to be able Mm -hmm. to think more than one way, and you need to be able to execute more than one way as well. And so when we think about strategy, and I want to talk about the action step along with strategy, is that when you put your outline together – as far as, okay, I want to uh, start this business, and this is the type of business that I want. And we said when you define things, it makes you have things in and out of scope. What I want you to remember is that if you don't put your strategy together, then you are liable to come across opportunities that may not flatter or may not complement your goal or your business, an example that we're using. And Mm -hmm. so – 
if I gave you an example for strategy and say um, we wanted to start this business and it was a uh, dog grooming business, okay, I want to have a dog grooming business. And so my strategy to go about this is that I'm going to partner with kennels in the area to let them know that they can also have uh, people show up at their home. I'm a mobile dog grooming business. That's, that's going to be my approach to the market. Well, here's the thing. When you get to certain kennels and say that they may have someone who has uh, a similar service or uh, someone who um, they say, well, you know what, we don't really do that, but we do, you know, um, uh, go and do rescue animals or something that's it's kind of what you do but not really what you do. You're able to go back to your strategy to say, you know what, that's great, but right now that really doesn't align with where I want to go. So that is really, you know, what I want you to get out of strategy, the fact that it's important because you need to have an outline, it's an approach, and it's a vision towards what you want to execute. It also helps you measure if any of the activities that you're taking uh, align with your strategy and helps you define what's going to be in scope for you and what's going to be out of scope for you in your business. So that's why strategy is important. And so the second thing I want to talk about is T. T for teams, okay? Oftentimes, um, as entrepreneurs, especially when we start out, you know, we do everything. Uh, you know, we are the bookkeeper. We are the marketing person. We are the finance person. Uh, we are our own PR. And, you know, I think that's okay for a certain amount of time, especially when you're working with limited funds. But one thing I want to challenge you to do in 2016 is to begin to think about a team. And you might say, Kara, I mean, I can't even pay myself. How could I possibly be thinking about a team? Well, there's two reasons I want to give you about why you need to think about a team. Number one is that you cannot do everything well. Uh, me, myself, I am gifted in certain areas. But there's administrative tasks that I know that's my blind spot. That's something where it's very important, and, I, yeah, I know I need to get to it, but I have to dredge it all day. It's like, oh, God, I do not want to open this Excel spreadsheet today, right, where it could take somebody else who that is in their gifting 15 minutes, right? And so what I want to do is to show you the value of partnering either by bartering services. So, for example, I have a, a one business person that I know that they love that stuff, okay, and they really hate, you know, the strategy or coming up with concepts and brainstorming, and I love that stuff. So even though we can't afford maybe to pay each other, what we can do is barter each other's services. So when people think of teams, a lot of times they think, oh, I have to immediately go hire someone. I want you to begin to get creative in 2016 to say, how can I get additional support for myself even if I don't have the money to do so? Wow. No, Cara, that was – I'm sorry. Just look at me cutting you off again. No, I, think we, we all, I think we all definitely can relate to trying to do everything ourselves, especially mm -hmm. me. So if you guys are really feeling it, hashtag team in the group, please. Yes. Let's hashtag team. That one hit home. I'm tired of, I'm tired of staying up to 2 o'clock in the morning. Miss <laughs> um, B, this is Mika. I can't get online right now while I'm on the phone, 
but uh, I'm hashtagging right now. Okay. <laughs> yes, ma'am. I, I appreciate appreciate the hashtags. I see you guys. All right, Miss Miss Cara, Miss Cara, let's get it going. I'm sorry, hashtag team. All right. So that um, that is the the main thing I wanted you to get out of team is that you don't have to have money to have a team. Uh, number two, you don't have to do everything. And number three was the fact that you can uh, barter services. Um, and then um, number four, I'm just going to throw this in as a bonus, don't be afraid to trust. And We can throw that under T2. And it's not only just trusting other people with your vision, but don't be afraid to trust yourself in your business. As you begin to make decisions about who you partner with and who you collaborate with and teaming with other, like Valencia and LaDonna and I teamed together mm-hmm. to do this boot camp. That's mm-hmm. a team. And so mm-hmm. I want you to open up your thinking when it comes to team and how that can really position and grow you in your business in 2016. Okay? Mm-hmm. Now, this might be an ouch, but we're getting ready to go to the letter U. Okay, we're talking about being stuck, and these are some of the five strategies to help you get clear and be unstuck going into 2016. You, that this is not about you. Mm-hmm. Mm, it's tight, mm-hmm. okay? Your business, believe it or not, is not about you. Right. It's really not about your story. It's really not about how great you are and how talented you are and why people should get with you. Mm-hmm. It's really about service. Yeah. And the problem with people whose business is wrapped around themselves is that it requires them to sell themselves. But if you realize that, you know what, this really isn't about me and my ego or what I want to do with my life or what kind of legacy I want to leave, but it's more about what I can pour into you, my consumer, my customer. Now I, have, I am serving you, and in serving you, I don't have to sell you because I'm helping you. And now I don't have to kill myself selling myself because you're going to tell everybody you know this person helped. So as business owners, if we can get out of focusing on ourselves, I go to some conferences, and some people's stories are ridiculously great. I got, you know, people say, what's your story? I'm like, which one? Okay, I got like 15. You know what I mean? <laughs> we all have compelling things. I'm not telling you to disown your story. I'm just saying that make sure your business and your business model is not about you. Mm. That's good. That hurts. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that messed us up. That messed yeah. us up right there. You're going to have to elaborate on that. Uh, <laughs> well, the last thing I want to say, you know, about making sure it's not about you is because what will happen is when you think about your target customers, you will begin to attract people who are where you're from but not where you're going. Mm-hmm. Whoa. Mm. <laughs> Hold on, I'm hashtagging, hashtagging off the mic. I need a good hashtag for that. Wow. Because it makes sense if it hurt me as much. Hashtag whoa, okay. I'm hashtagging. If y'all felt that, let's hashtag whoa. Whoa. I knew y'all heard me up. My kids are 
<laughs> Lord have mercy. She said, Hashtag woke. Miss <laughs> Carr, I need you to repeat that one one more time, please, if you don't mind. No, ma'am, I don't mind. No. But what the, 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 the home point of all this of being about you is that when you go in the marketplace and you begin to attract the customers, you will attract customers to where you are from but not where you are going. And you want customers who are either where you are or where you're going. You don't want them to identify only with where you're from. Because for most of us, if I only had customers that identify from where I'm from, they couldn't afford me. Oh, my. You're preaching now. You're preaching. Oh, Lord. Like the offer right there. Is that the answer? Is that the answer? Is that that what I've been missing? (laughs) So I want you to ask yourself. Don't disown your story because it's powerful and it makes you stand out in the marketplace, but make sure that that's not all you got that you're bringing to the market because you will attract people from where you're from and not to where you're going. Wow. Love it. Okay. Thank you, Lord. Right? Um, <laughs> right. Thank you, Jesus. Right? Hallelujah. <laughs> <laughs> ask me how I know, you know, hashtag ask me how I know. Okay. Yes. Mm. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and then C, so we're talking about being stuck, and these are five strategies that if you're stuck, you need to look at each of these areas. And so C is going to be clarity. Mm. Do you have clarity? And you say, well, where, Kara? What do you mean clarity? Do I have clarity? Do you have clarity? If you are stuck, is there something in your life or in your business that you do not have clarity around? You cannot fully see. You cannot discern. You don't have a full understanding, clarity. And so what I would say here is that oftentimes when you don't have clarity, it causes everything else to be murky. I love the example of when we get brand-new glasses, right? And so mm-hmm. say you already have glasses. And, you know, they might got a couple dings on them, a couple scratches, but you can see. I mean, you can see, right? I mean, you can see. And so you're able to function and move and go through and do your daily business and your daily task, and everything is fine. And then something happens. Maybe you stub your toe or some kind of crisis occurs where you realize, you know what, I, I can't, maybe I need some glass. Maybe I need to update my prescription. Maybe I need some new glass. Mm-hmm. Maybe I need to have better clarity around mm-hmm. this. And mm-hmm. so you go and you get new glasses. Everybody ever get new glasses? Yes. Need some yes. I love it. It's like yes. the whole world is shining bright. Okay? Yes. You yes. can see everything. You're like, oh, my goodness, I had this mark on my face. Like, you start seeing things that you did not see before. And so when you're looking at a problem in your business or uh, a problem in your finances or just a problem, period, I want you to make sure that you have the correct perspective or clarity. Am I looking at this through old lenses, old glasses, Mm. old mindset, or am I looking at this through a new mindset, a new perspective? 
Because oftentimes the problem and the solution are one and the same. The solution is right there. But if we have a certain mindset that we're just looking at the problem, we won't be able to assess that the solution is right there and have the clarity to resolve it. Hmm. Example, please. I'm sorry, what did you say? Example, please. <laughs> oh, sure. So, for example, if I am uh, in my business and um, – Oh, perfect example. Okay. So I was working with a client the other night, and she had all these um, programs that she wanted to do for 2016. We were putting together her revenue goals for 2016. And, you know, she had some that were offline. She had some that were online. She had some that were 12 weeks and six weeks. It was just all this stuff, right, and all this effort. It all aligned to, you know, because we went through all her products and services, so it all aligned to her overall goal. But, she really didn't have clarity on which of these services needed to happen to make her the most money in 2016. She thought, she, she thought that her solution was to have more programs. What I showed her by doing, uh, modifying some mo- uh, business models is that a one-to-many model with one program, not six, one program would literally – upsized her revenue by, I think it was like 600%, something ridiculous. She went from like $3,000 to like $232,000. And so when she thought the problem was that I don't have enough programs and services, but no, the solution was she needed some clarity to see, hey, you don't need five or six programs. Just focus on, if you don't do anything with this one program, the way I show you to do it, this is what you can make. So she had to change her mindset and to be able to see that it's not necessarily your labor, but it's really in that same amount of time maximizing your business model. So, you know, I don't know if that example helped you or not, but it's, that's what I mean. Yeah. Having the problem of not making enough money, being shown a different way, and realizing that it's not the way that you thought you had to resolve the problem, but the answer was right there on that same piece of paper. That was a great example. The problem is now you're going to have to, you know, we're going to have to connect so I can understand how to use the one program to do the 600%. Amen. <laughs> it's people <laughs> every day. Because if you were just doing an offline model, um, you know, and that could be a question at the end, but if you're just doing an offline model, you are spending a lot more time and effort with a limited reach and scope versus if you're doing it online in a one-to-many model and, you know, the frequency and the right dollar amount and the right audience will get you to that number. Okay. I know I don't want to be over. So, um, Kay, Kay, um, so we're talking about being stuck. This is the last wow. one, which is Kate for Kiss. Um, keep it simple. Sweetie. I won't say stupid. <laughs> I'll say sweetie. <laughs> so, Kiss, why is that important when you may be stuck and as you're looking to develop your programs and develop your plan for 2016? I am the queen of complicated, Okay. Even though I am a very creative individual, I am also very analytical. And so where a part of me could say, oh, here's just a big picture, run with that, 
Then the other part of me is like, well, wait a minute, what are the 86 bullet points that need to go under this one task to make sure I don't miss anything, right? <laughs> and so that is where I oftentimes find myself stuck. And there's a little baby uh, bonus thing in here. Uh, when you find yourself in a planning uh, cyclone, okay, uh, where you are just got to get every little detail, every little niche, look for procrastination. Look for fear. There's something else in there that's making you make this maybe a little bit more complicated than it needs to be. One thing you have to remember as you're developing your programs and developing your business for 2016 is that what you do every day is what somebody else may be blown away with. And mm. so remember that when you're building oh out gosh. the program. <laughs> I'm sorry, what did you say? Oh, I'm sorry. I thought I was on mute. Oh. <laughs> oh, so you just, you just blew, my, you blew my head away with that. Like you really have to repeat that because I was writing and it made so much sense what you just said, and it's like, wow. Okay, anyway, never mind. I'm sorry. Oh, no, don't, no. I'm, thank you. I'm glad it, it resonated with you, and I will repeat that, which is what you do every day is, would blow somebody else away. It blo- you know, they're like, oh, my God, this is profound to me. And so sometimes when we're creating our programs, we make them more complicated because we feel like we have to give people really good stuff, and you do. But I want you to remember to keep it simple, sweetie, because for somebody else, they still got to go to kindergarten, and you're already at a college level at what you do every day. And so when you're building out your programs, your services, keep that in mind that you may need to build tiers that also will give you more profit. Um, so build your beginner's level, build your intermediate level, build your advanced level, okay? And so this is for my coaches and consultants and people who do trainings and things of that nature. Um, even the speaking folks, make sure that you're building tiers and you're keeping it simple, okay? Because if people are frustrated, they will give up. But if they can get it, they'll have a small win, they'll feel good, and they want to come back for more. And so that's why I say keep it simple, sweetie. And so I know that we are, at least I'm at time, uh, just wanted to thank you. Um, I hope that these five tips will help you um, as you're going into 2016 if you end up being stuck to look and check whether it is your strategy, is it your team, is it you, is it your clarity, or are you not keeping it simple, sweetie? Thank you so much, LaDonna, and thank you, Valencia. Awesome job. Thank you, Cara. Thank you. Valencia, are you there? Are you on mute? Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. I was on mute. Sorry about that, guys. Okay. (laughs) I'm sorry. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. So, Cara, if anybody wants to get in touch with you, what is the best way they could get in touch with you? And I will post it in the group. 
Uh, sure. So um, uh, we have our website under design. Really excited to be able to serve you all better. But you can uh, join our list if you go to karasakina.com. That's K-A-R-A-S-A-K-I-N-A.com. And uh, we'll be doing a whole great new promotion starting up in January. So um, that's how the best way to keep a hold of us. Or you could uh, see me on Facebook. I'm there every day. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much. And... You guys, I hope you guys are, are geared up and ready. And now it's my turn. Everybody give me a amen. Yeah. Ready to talk about yeah. some relationships. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Look, Come on, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Look, this, this, Bring this is where it gets ugly and, and messy because mm. I'm about to tell you about yourself. Mm-hmm. Because we we always want to blame somebody else, whether it's our kids, our creditors, our mm-hmm. customers, um, our mates, our friends. We always want to blame somebody else about why the relationship with those things didn't work. Okay, mm-hmm. so um, basically, I have tunnel vision for 2016. So if you want to hashtag barter, you need to hashtag get in front of my tunnel. Because otherwise, I'm not going to see you. Okay, so I'm like I said, I'm in full swing. I hope you guys are geared up in full swing. And I apologize if the call runs a little bit longer, but I do advise everybody to stay and get those questions answered. Okay, so if you guys are ready, because I see a lot of people doing all the right things in every area of their life except in their relationships. Okay. So if you feel me on this, whether it's a relationship with your kids, your money, your business, your mate, a lot of people running, running Fortune 510 companies and have nobody to go home to because they messy on the inside. So let me see you guys hashtag messy for me, please. Thank you. <laughs> so the five, five things I'm going to tell you, and these apply to regardless of the relationship in your life, regardless of if it's any of the areas that we've discussed, anything that's on the ship floating and you feel like it's sinking, this is, this is what we're about to discuss. So number one, tip, be your best self. You can't expect Denzel or Mary J. Blige, Angela, Lena Jolie to want to have a relationship with you and you not being your best. You walk and looking down at the ground because your, the, your image of yourself on the inside is reflecting on the outside. Self-confidence is sexy. Fake oh. it until you, until you make it. So an uh, action step, like I tell some of my clients that's on the call, hey, guys, talk to you all later. But an action step, write a love note to yourself, Okay. Mm-hmm. Tell yourself everything that's good and put it somewhere you can't help but see it every day, on your cell phone, on your bathroom mirror. Fall in love with you. Because you can't, you understand what I'm saying? Fall in love with you. So one, one of my statements that I have written I, I, that I have to see every day is I am great. Yeah. It's, it's general and specific at the same time. So regardless of what the world has for me, I already told myself who I was before I left the house. Uh, all right, okay. then. <laughs> oh, no. 
So um, that, that's number one. Go ahead on the number two. Communicate. Because, see, a lot of us want to talk, but we don't want to listen. You yes. ever try to argue with a child and that child know they right? But we so busy telling them, telling that child they're wrong, we're not listening to them. Same thing in a relationship with your mate. Guess what? You are not always right. Mm. And I, I hate to admit when I'm wrong. So I try to yes, listen more. You understand what I'm saying? I hate to admit when I'm wrong. So I, mm-hmm. I learned to listen. For example, I, I told my husband one day I was going to make um, some spaghetti. So I asked him to put stuff that I need to make spaghetti on the grocery list. Okay, to me, that means the ingredients, you know, spaghetti, sticks, sauce, meat, so on and so forth. To him, that meant writing stuff for spaghetti on the grocery list. He wasn't wrong. He wasn't wrong, but you have to, that's a perfect example of communication issues. Whether it's with your money, okay, whether it's with your business, whether it's with your friends, communication is a key. Step three, and I, I might drop the mic with three steps. I don't know yet. But uh, step three, <laughs> no, maybe step four. I'm, I'm going to hit y'all with this for step three. Mission to vision. Please write that down. Mm-hmm. Mission to vision. Because we have a vision, for instance, we have a vision that we want to save $1,000 a month. We have a vision that we want to start a business in 2016. We have a vision, a vision that we want to uh, find a perfect man, woman. We have a vision we want a better relationship with our child. We want better friends. That's the vision, but you have no mission. You have no plan. It's like mission impossible. You're not going to get to the vision if you don't have a mission. Mm. I hope that does that make sense to somebody. Yeah. Mission and mission. Yes. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Um, step four. Maybe that wasn't the drop the mic step. Maybe this one would be. Let's see. Grow up and root down. Mm. Okay. There are three words in a relationship: like, lust, and love. Okay. Mm. So in order to grow up in a relationship where you guys are building. A relationship, and like I said, this applies to all areas of your life. You have to have a solid foundation, because if you fall in love or lust with that man, woman, because they look good walking down the street, and you find out they don't have a lick of sense, you didn't properly get your foundation together. So when I say grow up and root down, that's about foundation. You can't you can't build a house without laying the concrete. Okay, so think about what is the relationship built on? What is the, your relationship with your kids built on? Is it, is it built on the fact that you gave them birth? Or is it built on the fact because they know mama, daddy, sister, brother is the person that's going to be there to teach them right? It has to be built on something, mm. okay? And in a relationship, whatever your relationship is, be best friends. Know that person left, right, and sideways. Know, know the things that get them up in the morning, okay? 
accept them for who they are. You cannot change nobody. You are you are not in how a higher power. So we need to stop thinking that somebody gonna change because they dating us. It's no, it's you're not that powerful. Didn't uh, Carl say it's not about you? So if you know you can't accept this when you when you meet that person, don't wait to ten years down the line. Y'all still dating and you trying to change them? No, you knew the contract you were signing when y'all first had that phone conversation. Mm. Okay? Mm. Step five. This is where it get ugly. Mm. This is where it get ugly, okay? Detoxify your relationships. Mm. I believe in yes or no relationships, right? So, for instance, with your money, you want a $500 pair of shoes, and you have... $505 left on your credit card. That would be a no relationship, Mm. okay? When you meet that friend that likes to go party, but you know you at home trying to build your life and your business, that's a no relationship, Mm -hmm. okay? Mm -hmm. When you meet, meet that man or woman who everything they tell you is negative, and some of us have friends like that. That's a no relationship. Just because you've been friends with somebody 15, 20 years doesn't make it a yes relationship. Yes, yes, that's the problem. Right, because we we feel like we have to be loyal. I'm sorry, I'm not loyal to somebody that is negative. Stop being loyal to negative things. If you know you're trying to lose weight, and you have a yes relationship with cheesecake at 2 a.m., you need to make that to a no relationship. I have a cheesecake problem. You understand what I'm saying? Like, know those yes, those yes and no. Say that again. One more time. Hmm. You got a, the, what kind of problem? My, my, a, a, a yes and a cheesecake problem. Hashtag cheesecake problem. Okay. <laughs> if you know, if you know, that you have a drinking problem. Hello. Right now, that yes relationship worked for you in 2015, but you're trying to do something different in 2016. You need to turn that into a no relationship. That means no bars, no parties, none of that, because you're trying to elevate yourself to a different level. So that's a no relationship. Mm-hmm. You know when you go certain places and in your heart it hurts to be there, that lets you know you're in a no relationship, whether it's a person, place, or thing. That's how you know. Be productive, not destructive. Okay. okay. And <laughs> well, I'm, I'm gonna <laughs> drop it with this. This this is my bonus tip. Mm. Okay. And going back to changing, and I will I will post when I when I finish speaking, I will post the tip in the Facebook group. But my bonus tip is this, and I, I said this a while back. Garbage is garbage, regardless of the can. You yes, wait a minute, wait a minute. Garbage <laughs> is garbage. Mm-hmm. Regardless of the can. And what that means is either your relationship just if your relationship is garbage, like my relationship with money, me and money, not best friends. So I, I could use some work right now. It's garbage. 
me changing it, putting it in a pretty picture because I, I, because I have more income, but I still hadn't dealt with the issue. So guess what? It's still garbage. It's just in a bigger can. Y'all understand? People, I've cut loose so many friends because guess what? I was trying to make garbage, put it in a pretty can because we've been friends for so long. But that friend was still garbage in the new can, in the new year. So with that being said, I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. I will post my tips on in the Facebook group. But like I said, number one, deal with yourself. Number two, communicate. Number three, mission to vision. Number four, grow up and root down. And number five, detoxify. Look at those yes or no relationships. Mm. Okay? And to connect with me, you guys know I'm on Facebook all the time. That's going to become a maybe relationship in 2016. But to connect with me and go to my website, and I will post it. It's lifedesignme.com. If you go to the member access page, I posted a video for you guys, special for you guys. I posted a couple of workbooks. So go and get your freebies because I will take them off in 48 hours. I will post the information. So now, if you guys are ready, let's get some questions in. Anybody have any questions? Me first, me first. Oh, yes, I got some. Oh, yes. So, you know, I got some questions. Lord, where do I start? I got these pages. Hold on a minute now. Okay. Okay, you get you so, get one question so everybody can get a chance. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see nobody jumped to the plate. I had a little time to do it. Okay. And you, you identify yourself, too, so we can know who we're talking to. <laughs> okay. I got to remember who this is. <laughs> My name is Mika Alice Bridgehold Riddle, and I am, um, and I am the CEO and founder of Motivating You on Purpose, Delicious Food. Um, and so, I, man, everything just resonated with me. And Valencia has really been my accountability partner, and mm-hmm. so much more. And so, um, wow, I just didn't expect everything I got because she gives me so much anyway. But I'm so overwhelmed. Miss Carla, I guess my question would be have would happen to be towards you since I gotta share the time. Um when you <laughs> stated but I really have one for the first speaker. I just man, okay, anyway y'all, let Miss Carla, okay, when you was talking about um the cyclone part, I didn't get to write it as much because it just messed me up. Um, you said when you find a cyclone, just keep it simple. And just reevaluate your situation. Okay, so that part, when you said um, it gets overwhelming and everything just seems like it's, it's just a whole bunch of stuff, and you got to find, you got to, when you said stop and think about what's not giving you the clarity and trying to find it, um, what is my question? My question is, well, that's where I always get stuck. So I really don't even know how to place it in a question because it made so much sense with what you said, but what I can't get the res um what I can't resonate with myself is how, how do okay, if you don't know where you're stuck at, how do you get out of that? I mean how how are you finding that? 
if you if okay. that's where it is that you get stuck. You know what I mean? Because right. I, that's where I get stuck is with me trying to break down and not be so detailed and, and try to know what little bit is enough or what little bit is too overwhelming or am I too analytical? That's, that's the Right, like you can kind of get like a cyclone about it. Like you can really. Yeah, so I, yeah. if I'm in the cyclone and that's my issue and that's where I'm stuck at, then how do I identify how to get out of it, find, a, find the simplicity of what I'm looking for? Okay. What's the, what's, so, the goal, what's the skill in that? Yeah, and so the first thing that I have done and what I tell my clients to do is just stop. Just stop. Just stop. Mm-hmm. And put it down. Because oftentimes, you know, there is always, you know, we want to attack the uh, the symptom, but we don't want to get to the illness, okay? Mm-hmm. And so right. that's where I was saying is that there's, when, you, when you're in that, uh, say, we're, like the example you're using, you're trying to plan out an activity or a program or something, and you're, you're, you're writing down all these stuff, and you're like, oh, my God, do I have this, do I have that? And you end up getting into this, like, vicious cycle. The first thing I would tell you to do is just stop. Now, I don't know if you meditate or if you're a woman of faith or whatever uh, you do, yoga, whatever people do to relax themselves, but that's the first thing that I would tell people to do. After you stop, then you need to just go take a time out. And in that time out, whatever you do to center yourself, I'm a person of faith, so I know that I need to go listen to some worship music or take my mind off of it. That's when I begin to connect and say, okay, what am I trying to accomplish here? I go back okay. to that first step of S, which was strategy. What is, the, what is the base minimum that I need to get done? And oftentimes, if you go back to the minimum, right, and just mm-hmm. outline the minimum, I don't care if it's five steps, if you just outline the minimum, as you then go to work on step one, you can add in some things along the way. But when I get really stuck, I just shut it down, I go get centered, and I ask myself, what do I have to do? And as I begin to just get very clear on what I have to do, then I can add in some of the extra things along the way. But that's really the quickest way for me to tell you that, and I hope that helps you. That helped me a lot, and and I'm just finishing this up. That's perfect for what you told me because that's what I've always done. But I think because of the training and the self-implementations of me going further with my own knowledge, I think that's what has happened. I have elevated my own self and my own mental. So getting back to the simplicity of things from when I was 18 and I knew that worked then, I'm so far away from that in my own knowledge that I didn't know that. You think it's not enough. Yeah, I didn't know it still was because I'm so elevated. I'm I'm believing that people that I'm trying to reach have elevated, you know, and maybe they haven't. Right, so, right, yeah, right. Yeah, so I'm getting this. So it's like stay with the simplicity. So how do you know when you use the advance that you've got knowledge of? Like I'm getting that. you got to trust yourself. Right you, you really okay. have to trust mm-hmm. yourself. And, 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 I, and I know we have other people, and I, and I don't want to cut you off, but you really have to trust yourself because um, in trusting yourself, I'm sorry, Valencia. Now I was going to say, Mika, connect with Cara on Facebook and, okay. uh, and go to her website because she is very, very insightful. So anybody else 
That's good with you, Mika? You can handle that? Yes. Got you. <laughs> okay. Yes. Anybody else have any any questions, any comments, any things you missed? Are you guys ready to go into 2016, the leap year and leap? Any more questions? No? I don't have Going a question. On. I have a statement. Yes, ma'am. And your name, please? My name is Aaliyah Butler. I am known as Miss On Fire to Inspire, and I just want to thank you ladies for your obedience in doing the teleconference. Wow. Stuff is definitely needed, mm-hmm. and I just praise God for you all, and I want to connect with all of you to interview you on my radio show because my assignment what? in my life is to push people into their purpose. I'm a purpose midwife. I don't deliver babies, but I, I deliver <laughs> purpose. As okay. <laughs> so yeah. I just wanted to commend you all because I'm telling you, if if there was an Elizabeth on this line and they had their baby and they're pregnant, mm. their baby's sleeping as you all were sleeping. Woo, girl. This is a lot. Woo. 